all. I have no idea what Kira is up to, but quite possibly getting her. Shut up and sit down. Behind, but I think it's Lady Holder's fault. If you're not seeing not. the chat room, you need to, it is. You need to refresh. And speaking of things that <laughs> Lady Holder's fault, um, Cold's not my you need fault. to. Uh, can't wait for summer? Old Navy's huge summer sale starts now. All jeans, all tees, all dresses, and all shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Jeans start at $15 for adults, $10 for kids. Shorts from $12 for adults, $7 for kids. Buy online and pick up in-store for free today. All jeans, tees, dresses, and shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 5-6 to 512. Excludes in-store clearance. Active, licensed, men's packaged, and flag tees. Um, shit. I wonder if I fucked my radio show up because, uh, um, for some reason it only has 15 minutes on my thing, but I know I did two hours. Hmm. Huh. I wonder if I could edit it while I'm in it. Might want to check that. That's really weird. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to edit it while I'm in it. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I edited it while I was in it, so that 13 minutes you're seeing on the chat thing yep. shouldn't be right. Fix itself. Um, I got an hour to fix it. So. <laughs> I still don't. Okay. I do. Anyway, an hour 57 well, remaining. Go get yourself some tea. Put me and put yourself on mute. Go get tea. I'll babble. But more than that, I need to go pee. So um, you need. <laughs> I'm going to mute myself, and Lady Holder's going to talk to you bitches while I do that. Okay. Oh, my God. Go for it. Okay. So, apparently, um, the the topic of the story, or the, the two hours, is bad influence or how I'm the worst big-name fan ever. No. Trust me. No, not not, not the, the worst big-name fan ever. The worst big-name fan ever are the ones who chase people out of fandom, you know? So, mm, no, what I don't know very many big name fans in any of the fandoms that I've been part of since I got sucked into this particular world who would sit there and take their time and effort and, you know, sit there and do rough trade, okay, or, you know, um, be supportive or put up the, that Facebook you know, Facebook pages we've got, or the chat, you know. And no, Azur, I don't know the suicidal lemming who poked Kira with the pointy stick. But whoever it was, congratulations on pissing us all off. Good job. I, I, I think you just smart. If you haven't learned by now, fucking with her is a bad idea. I mean, really. 
And the only good thing about it is, is I didn't get a phone call all day long with her on the other end as I'm running through Black Friday and, you know, doing my thing. By the way, the husband, in, in a fit of insanity, which he agrees with, by the way, said he wanted to do Black Friday with us. So we got up at um, 5. No, we got up at 4.30 in the morning. And we went out and, and we did Black Friday with my mother and my sister. And around 2.30 or so, he um, the, the towel was thrown in by uh, my mother. But he has decreed that if he ever again decides that he wants to do Black Friday, that he, um, he is to be beaten about the head and face with a blunt object. I'm just surprised he made it as far as he did. So, you know, good job. Um, so, okay. Uh, other than that, you know, it's the, the – Daffy, good job. She stays away from stores on Black Friday. For the most part, it's – yeah, uh, I, I walked an awful lot today. You know, it was a good time. I, um, I stay away from Black Friday. Um. I avoid, I don't know how I manage it, but I've got two phones in my office. I have two extensions in the office. I don't know which one's which. I can't call you. I'm already on the phone with you. No. No. I could grab the husband and give you a call, and you could have the weird-ass number that he has. You know? No, it still wouldn't tell me. But because the line's in use, I can't see what the phone label is. I'm going to assume uh, it's one that's off the um, almost dead. It's probably my office one because I never plug it up. And the one that's full that should in. be in the kitchen. <laughs> well, I have well, my I headset on. I have okay, a Bluetooth headset for my house phone. Mm-hmm. Was it actually so, um, it's got full battery? Or... It all was right. all day, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yep, it does belong in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? You're so oh, crazy. Doing oh, you cannot know. You're not going to chew that granola bar in my office. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not a human yeah. granola bar. It is a granola bar made for dogs. I get them from a feed store down from my house. Yeah. So, so it's not human I, food. I no one give me a lecture. No one send me an email. I don't feed my dogs human food. Well, except for the, the the very very small puppy who apparently was a swiper at one point. Yeah, th- there is one instance where my 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 little dog got um some human food. Yes, he stole it. Uh, we used to talk yes. about it. It was very traumatizing because he stole my food. <laughs> Just saying. Yes, and the thing is, and I'm one of those people. Yeah. You don't. You don't fuck with my food. Mm-mm. That's why I don't like those places where they cook in front of you. What's wrong with that hibachi place? They're good. You don't get what you ordered. They play with your food. Oh, God, it's so annoying. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> okay, well, I struck hibachi off the, the places to take you if we ever get in the same city. <laughs> I just I hate it. They're got their they they throw your food around the grill and 
everybody's food gets cooked together, and I just, uh-huh. I don't dig it. I don't dig it at all. I don't like to watch snow. Don't play with my food. It's, it's not too much to ask. Oh, God, this is the best thing. Okay. Okay, so I got an email telling me I was a bad influence. Oh, you're a horrific influence. I love it. It's great. Thank you. I'm on my radio show. I don't know what his problem is. I gave him a granola bar. You can throw him outside, but it's like 32 degrees outside. Well, give him a give him a beanie and a parka, and, and CP will be just fine. So why don't you do that intimidating death stare at him until he stops? Good luck. <laughs> I can't intimidate my little dog. mean, my little dog. Right. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the man. That's his job, to be intimidating. Mm. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm a bad influence. And apparently I'm a bad influence because I encourage authors not to give a shit. Um, this is true. I encourage yeah. authors not to give a shit what anyone thinks of their stuff. I encourage writers to write for themselves first and foremost. I do this with all writers, not just fan fiction writers. I don't take responsibility for any of the attitude any of my online friends might cop with you. That being said, (laughs) if I have in any way inspired a single person in my minion horde to be an asshole to somebody else when that person is mean to them, I am so proud. I could not be more proud of it. I really could. Uh huh. I, you know, after I after do want a while, to be inspiring. The, the totally thing inspiring for me is you are inspiring. The thing for me is after going through rough trade and getting through a program that is. Um, safe and, you know, uh, allows people to write full tilt without any, um, without any hiccups along the way, it's a confidence booster, you know, and I'm really glad that, that it's there because if you were a bad influence on people, you'd be the one who'd be ripping people down. You'd be telling, you'd be driving people out of fandom. You would be doing everything you could to make sure that your light was the only one there. And you're not. Okay. Um, what? I'm not going to lie and say that you're... What? 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 I was going to say, you're not, all, you're, not, you're not Miss Sweetness and Light. Okay? Oh, well, you're no. Not, oh, no. Uh-uh. You, you're, no. You're not going to sit there and beam proudly at people and tell them they're just sweet and wonderful people, and you can do this. You're not that way. No. I've never met. I've never known you to be that way. If you ever become that way, what, I'm what? going to. I'm going to find the. Damn I wonder pod. is if this person who emailed me and informed. And by the way, they were a total pussy about it. The last email I got um, before this. Um, <clears throat> 
she at least used a name and an email that I was familiar with and owned it. This person mm-hmm. today or late last night made a fake email account, and when I responded to to it, it bounced back. So they not only made a fake account, they closed it before I could respond. Oh my holy hell! Which is you know, they- the definition of trolling. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I do I do wonder if this person is someone who has done this to other. <clears throat> people in the fandom, if she's like running around like some morality police, um, telling me to watch my mouth and cross my legs, I don't know. Better than cross your mouth and watch your legs. Right, right. <laughs> so I don't, I don't okay. know. I mean, and then she went on and on, and this is one of the biggest reasons I have a I have so I have super problems with that whole big name fan status as you all know. I think it's ridiculous uh-huh. and stupid. Um but she lectured me on my responsibilities as a big-name fan. Apparently, she listened. What are you doing? It's making a lot of noise. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was putting away some food. What's up? Go for it. <laughs> it was just making a lot of noise in my ear, and I was having a hard time keeping my train of thought. Now okay. I forgot where I was. See? You're, you were being lectured. Yeah, I know. I'm horrible. You're being lectured on your responsibilities. Now, here's the thing that I don't get. I keep derailing you. I don't understand why I don't get the damn lectures. <laughs> I mean, here I am, the one. But no, what happened was I she had so. listened. One. She listened to my radio shows um, on Friday and Sunday, and apparently oh, found no. them very offensive. And um, um, nuts. she said that um, I owed. She said I had an obligation. Two fandoms that I write in to be to what? gracious, to be gracious and thoughtful <laughs> and productive. Okay. I just had a, I just had this moment where all I could think of is, you're not Princess Diana. You're not royalty. You don't have an uh, obligation to shit. But I do have a fucking crown, just to let you know. I have a couple of those from my ill-spent youth. You know, debutante shit. Uh-huh. I don't want to talk that about it. Me I'm from the South. That's what we do. Hush. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> yes, yes, I had debutante season. I was the only one of my cousins who did. My mother insisted. Did you drive? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Did you get your family banned wholesale? <laughs> <clears throat> no. No, but hush. Okay. I hush him. <clears throat> I just, you know, um, like there's this, uh, I guess in fandom there is this um, assumption that uh, you have to uh, be a certain way, and if you're not that certain way, then you're detrimental 
to the fandom as a whole, and apparently I'm not that way this person thinks I should be. Mm. What? Hush, Chris, hush. Um, the thing about using Yahoo or Hotmail, when you trace the IP, it goes back to Yahoo or Hotmail's IP address. Oh God! I mean, you could do a deep dive, but I'm not going to deep dive. And, um, mm, no, um, I'm, I'm not. She doesn't actually matter, and I hope you're listening. You don't actually matter. And if you're curious to know what I said in my response to you, that bounced back because you're a pussy, it went like this. Oh, go fuck yourself, Kira. That's all it said. So you didn't miss much. Because I don't owe anybody anything. I don't have an obligation to behave a certain way. I don't have to be what you want me to be. And I don't owe my readers anything. No writer does. And I discussed this on Friday, and apparently it really set her off that, you know, I'm not anybody's bitch. And, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm not. And, And no writer is. Um, I, I just don't, it's really, uh, annoying. A a writer's first obligation is to herself or himself. It is to make what we put on the page allow us to be happy. Okay, it, or if we can't be happy with it because it's something that needs to get on but it's not comfortable, at least feel better about ourselves at the end of of our time writing. Only after that does a reader <coughs> come to it. Okay. I, um, my obligation is to me. And, then, and only then is it to the next person in the line. For any of the professional stuff I write, the next person in the line is my publisher, okay? And then it's my and my readers. For my fan fiction stuff, well, it's a step closer, but still, my obligation is first and, and foremost to me. So, fuck off. Have a good day, but fuck <laughs> off. I don't know. I just... I guess this person wants me to feel um, guilty about my attitude or um, maybe this is just one in a series of, um, I don't want to sound paranoid, but lately all of of these um, communications have, have gone in a similar direction. And maybe it is a response to my current attitude. And no, I don't. Um, The writing is very different. Um, It might be a group of people. Um, And it all started. It all started when I locked Rough Trade down. When I made Rough Trade members members only, um, this kind of started for me, and I ended up having issues. Um, in communication that I'd never had before. 
want now that it's Karen, not free and Karen free. just whispered to me, entitlement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Massive amounts of it. Massive amounts of it. <laughs> I don't even know how you whisper. I don't know. Um, maybe you need to tell him stop. I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah, he just did the the fist up, baby. She's being serious here. You need you need to to go watch the original series. <laughs> Her husband's currently watching the original Star Trek series. Hi. Yeah. No. Go away. Hi. Hi. Everybody says hi. Lots of people say hi to you. Go sleep. I don't know. I think that when I locked down Rough Trade, it really offended people who are used to a, I'm sorry, Jack's being crazy. He's crazy. Um, there's a lot of free access in fandom, you know, um, and it's very open Get your bone. You don't get your bone? I'm going to throw your ass outside. It didn't work last time. You know, he has a bone. You'll be boneless outside with no bone. You'll be stealing his because you're a little tyrant. I should have named you Napoleon. I'm sorry, you guys. He's just just terrible. Stop faking that cough. Every time I get a cough, he fakes it with me. He's terrible. Here, you want your bone? Hey. Rowan, the, the the chance of my husband actually watching Teen Wolf is nil and and approaching, um, yeah, no, it ain't happening anytime soon. I think my husband watches it just to bitch about it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You should little shithead, come here. Yeah, since my husband just said, uh, slim to none and slim just left. You know what? There's a I number of dogs. I, I should have got a female dog because I don't think female dogs would be as fucking frustrating. And really? I don't mean to be sexist, but men, nothing is more frustrating than a man. I can handle okay, bitches. My- my of all kinds. My parents, my parents had a female Dalmatian who used to hide behind my mother when she would get in trouble. And when my dad would be scolding her, she would sit there and talk back at him. And he would be like, "You know, puppy, you're, you you got in trouble. You you did something wrong." And her reaction would be, woof, 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 back at him. Okay, don't tell me that female dogs are all nice and sweet and wonderful. Ain't happening. Well, okay, he's annoying as fuck. What I would say is it's like fucking 32 degrees out here, and I don't need to be, and he's just like sniffing grass. It's really annoying. Anyways, what I was going to say is that the two weeks after I I closed Rough Trade, I received roughly, I don't know, upwards of 85 emails complaining about it. Um, 
I'm not even kidding. I just, I just, threw, I just, threw them, I just threw them in a folder and said, "Fuck it." I, I didn't even read most mm-hmm. of them. I mean, I read the opening line. It would be like, "I can't believe you click." <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know. And so, and then we did our first challenge after I closed Rough Trade, and people, oh god, I got so many emails bitching about being able to copy and paste anymore, not being able to say thick they wanted to read later, and how dare I do this, and don't I understand I have an obligation to fandom to do this and to do that and to do this, and how dare I delete thick? Why can't I run an archive? Why can't this stuff stay there and forever and ever and ever so they can read it whenever the hell they want? I mean, just, it went on and on and on and on. And I thought most of it to myself because, fuck it. You know, I was going to do what I wanted to do anyway. And I even got a few complaints from um, uh, participants who lost interest in participating in Rough Trade because it stopped being so public. And that's because they like the attention. And it made it more difficult for them to get attention. Um, And one person actually said to me, she actually said this, you have a big audience, and the whole reason I was posting on Rough Trade was so that I could share your audience. Um, Are you for fucking serious? What? That's that's writing your coattails. Yeah, that's some ugly behavior. Would you come here, you little bastard? Oh, my God. You haven't been this annoying since you were a puppy when you chewed my favorite shoes. You know what? Fuck you. I'm leaving you out here. I'm fucking shivering. He's out (laughs) sniffing the fucking leaves. (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny. Okay, I guess it kind of is. It's funny. I suppose the chat room thinks that's really amusing. Meanwhile, if I had balls, I'd be frozen off. Well, he doesn't have any, so he he can't have any frozen off. I don't know. It was just like the most tackiest thing that I got through that whole time. That she was mad because I had put um I had put rough trade behind the login and she felt like it would make it, it more difficult suffered. for readers to find her. And it's actually the opposite. We had more feedback um in over the summer than we had in any other challenge. Yeah. It's it's had a lot of it created more a um a kind of exclusivity. I don't know. An exclusive it's, it's, it's experience. Feeling, yeah, exclusive. it's feeling very exclusive. <coughs> right, it is free to register. It isn't like I'm charging people to register for Rough Trade. I probably should. It could pay for itself, but then that might be illegal. Yeah, <coughs> but that's illegal beside here. the point. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <coughs> it's really annoying. Now I've been on the... <coughs> Sorry. I'm going to have to my Yes. The the crazy thing is, and and here's the thing for, uh, for everybody to realize the the number of people I've I've approved for Rough Trade, both the Facebook page and the actual web page. There have been more people who are part of it after we closed it off than than who were part of it before. Um, admittedly, we don't track 
the number of hits anymore, not like we used to, but we haven't, it, it's still got massive numbers of, of posts. It's got the, um, it's got all the, the various uh, comments. Yes, people um, still get bitchy because, oh my God, we actually read the comments and we don't let people post straight up. But it's in the bylaws of the thing that you're going to have this happen. You know, if you don't bother to read the bylaws, more you know, shame on you. But it's this is a safe place. As Azura said, it's a safe place for newbies to spread their wings. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um Rowan, we can't flame them. It's just it's not worth the effort or the 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 waste of the wood, um, or the the ones and zeros. Let's be real. Uh, that's what we'd be using. the The biggest thing about this is, for me, we it's a it's a community now that is is growing. Um, it's growing. It grows rapidly right before every challenge. Um, during the challenge, it grows. Uh, it's <laughs> we're still getting people requesting to be in. Um, yeah. Scribe comments that it's a safer place to write and receive feedback. You don't have to worry about the vitriol that some people spew. You don't. Um, and we, oh, I get we, grief for that too. How dare I censor people? Oh yes, oh yes. I have gotten, I have gotten it's in the about, I got about twenty emails since the first of November from people who've I've I've edited their comments, um, who were outraged at being censored, and to which I responded with every single email that I received with one sentence: I can edit your bullshit, or I can delete your membership. Uh huh. And not a single one of them had another response for me. It's that simple. If I don't like what you have to say, I will either edit it, I will edit out the parts I don't like, I will delete your comment completely, and if you continue to do it and you continue to be an asshat, I will remove your ability to comment permanently. I can do that because I own it. I own that shit. Mm-hmm. I even have a role, a, a membership role already set up so that you won't be able to comment. All you'll be able to do is log in and read. And if you send me emails about it, I'm going to make it so you can't read. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> you log in and get a blank fucking page. Boom. I don't know, you know, but the, yes, the fandom as a whole is very open. It's, um, you know, AO3's open. Most of the fix are not locked. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, someone earlier mentioned that you can lock LiveJournal. And let me tell you something. When I locked my fic entries on, on LiveJournal, I got so much but hurt for that. It was unbelievable. Asses must have been bleeding here to 
Turkfuckistan, yeah. where, I, where I'm currently banned. Uh-huh. I mean, no, inf- no offense to Turkmenistan or Afghanistan or any other stand for that matter. Um, I'm just banned in most of those countries because I'm dirty and I write gay, and they don't like that. And so I'm banned. My website specifically, by domain, is banned in like... 20 countries, and they're all predominantly Muslim countries. I'm just saying, I'm on a list somewhere. It's terrible. How dare they censor me? (laughs) (coughs) Oh, Azur, did I I mess you up? She's saying the Azur rule saves lives. (coughs) But yes, I mean, you know, so yeah, there is a lot of freedom in in fandom, and um, I think that people get used to that. They get used to the access. They get used to being able to do whatever the hell they want. And then they encounter somebody who um, won't let them do whatever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to deal with it. So they, they lash out, and they call me names, and they tell me I'm um a tyrant and they tell me I'm intolerant and they tell me I'm um arrogant and um <laughs> Azor now for those of you on the podcast Azor just told me in the chat room that I made her choke on air um if that was for me but if not even if it wasn't for me that's what you get because you do it to us all the time there isn't a person in the horde in the whole minion horde there's not a single person who hasn't gotten choked up or thrown up or Mm -hmm. spewed tea out their nostril because of you so you kind of brought that shit on yourself i don't mean to victim blame there's no victim blame on this one that's she's just an enabler of our insanity i'm just saying Yeah. You've gotten every single one of us. Pretty muchly. Pretty muchly. (laughs) So, you know, yes, there's, you know, freedom, you know, so fandom is really open and rough trade is not. It's, It's a closed environment and, um, I was accused in this big, long-ass email that I would read to you, but it kind of got incoherent. Um, and it would take me like a half hour to read the whole thing to you. And Do you really want me to do that? I don't think so, because it's just a half hour of entitlement and craziness. Um, um, but she... Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm wasting my time talking about this lady's butt hurt. Uh, there is a good question. You said I didn't have anything else to talk about, but now she feels like she's important when she's really not. I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. But I do want to go on record and say that if I've been a bad influence on a single person in in who reads my work or listens to my live or my radio show or reads my live journal or is on my Facebook or is on my Twitter, if a single one of you has been in a situation and you thought to yourself, what would Kira do? And then you smarted off to whoever was fucking with you? I am so proud. I could not be more <laughs> proud. I hope that's the case. I hope I've been a bad influence on somebody. Oh, babe, you're definitely a bad influence. Um. <coughs> 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 
for I'm just more saying. tea, please. <laughs> so bossy. Um, Duh. What would Kira do? Because that <laughs> wouldn't be... I don't know what that would be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what would Kira's mom do? Probably the same thing I would do because I sprung whole and bitchy from those loins. Let, let me assure you. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, it's, there's just been a pattern of, of crap. And it's all come about since I locked down Rough Trade, where, um, they're, it's like somebody or a group of people are trying to shape me into something they can tolerate. Or influence me in a way. Um, it's not going to work. I mean, that, that's no, guaranteed right no. now. No, Barbara says fandom has gotten spooled because they have been able to control authors in the past, and maybe that's true. Um, I I read an article an article once about being a big name fan, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the attitudes and the assumptions and the um, the the crap that comes with that, and I forget who wrote it, but she ended it with, um, and you can take this to the bank because I'm a big name fan, and, and she named the fandom she was a big name fan, in. and um, uh-huh. what I would say is that the more popular I got in Stargate, the more I withdrew from fandom. I stopped participating I in challenges. Um, she's gonna put a link up in the chat room, and I'll put a link up on the top on our um. A summary. Uh, I stopped participating in challenges. I didn't. I I did the. Uh, I used to be a pinch hitter for McShep Christmas or whatever they call it. The gift, you know, mm-hmm. the McShep Exchange. I stopped doing that. This is the last year for that. I wanted to participate, but I chose not to because I get so much crap in fandom. It's called Nobody Ever Admits They're a BNF by Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't claim to be a BNF. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I don't approve of it. Um, she ends this article with, I'm a Smallville BNF, and you can take my word on it. And what she says here really sticks out. Because mm-hmm. they attach this... Um, style of behavior to you and you're not supposed to um be any different than it. You're you're not supposed to um we'll go over the article in a minute. Let me get this link put on the um summary. Uh by the way, the term big name fan is also on wiki. How's that for fucked up? <laughs> That probably isn't a good link on um, this this thing. I'll fix it later. I can't fix it now. Okay, she says, um, here's the rules basically for being a big-name fan. You're a robot, be a robot. You're not allowed to get your feelings hurt. If you argue with someone and whether anyone else backs you up or not, you're trying to run the fandom. I've been accused of that. Um, 
if you have an opinion, you need to keep it to yourself. I've been told that. I've been told that I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I have too much influence in fandom. Yeah. Feedback is a finite resource. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite part. You're also a jerk if somebody you don't know wrecks the story. You're also a jerk if a lot of people wreck the story. And you're a jerk if you end up on people's wreck pages more than once. And now that you're a BNF, everyone is, everything you do is overrated because um, before you ever post it. And this is so true. I can't tell you how many times I've been accused of being overrated. Oh. Whatever the fuck that means. Um, you're not allowed to shape your fanish destiny. You can neither add too many fellow BNFs to your friends list or remove any non-BNFs from your friends list. I, I don't even. I mean, what friends list are we talking about? Facebook or Live Journal? I don't know. I don't. That's you know, if you're my friend on Live Journal, it's not even like I don't even know what that is. To be perfectly honest. Well, this 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 is when um, Live Journal was was much higher in the um, whatever you want to call it. So there yeah, are secret people. meeting rooms. I don't have a secret meeting room. I do have a very public chat room on my site, though. Uh huh. Okay. Here's one. You know everyone in fandom and what they are doing. I have actually been accused of stalking someone. Because they were a friend on my live journal. Everybody who is a friend on my live journal is a friend because they friended me first. More mm-hmm. than that, I don't actually read my friends list. I have never read my friends list. I don't actually give a shit what my friends are doing. Which is probably arrogant. Possibly. This person who accused me of stalking them, I had no idea who they were. I literally had no idea who they were. It reminds me of that girl who thought we were arch nemesis in high school, and I didn't remember her name. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Azura says, someone in chat accused me of being a BNF in disguise. Because I talk to Kira and Lady Holder like they're real people. I am a real person. I'm a real life person. And I twitch every time somebody says I'm a big name fan because I'm not. All right. Um, I will. I will cheerfully admit, and and it's it's the definite truth that a good portion of the the. Bump in person of 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 um, visibility I got literally was because Kira and I became friends and she linked me over to her site and people followed. I didn't ask for it. I sure I, I sure wasn't expecting it. I sat there that day and watched my stats go through the roof and freak. Um, <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> sorry, it didn't even cross my mind that it would be a problem. Yeah. <coughs> it's um it was it was one of those things where I, I it was it's not a problem. I don't I don't get half the shit that you get. I don't even get a, I don't even get a tenth of the shit you get. Um but it's it's a case of okay, 
you know, whatever. So, apparently, Barbara, you are special. You and I, um, you and I end up, I mean, you moved out here. We started, we, we got to, um, <laughs> we even share popcorn. Yeah. You and I started going, uh, you know, out together as friends because, you know, hey, we were in the same area and it worked out. There's other minions out there who do much the same thing, who get together and talk and laugh and giggle and, and you know, more power to them as well. It's it's a good thing. Um, What's interesting, I one of the weirdest fan, fandom experiences I have is when I respond to somebody mm-hmm. or I make a comment somewhere um, and they freak out. I didn't mean to make you freak out. I'm so sorry. Like, I responded to somebody on Twitter, and they lost their mind. Um, you and I both, yeah, I know. You and I both just sit there and we, I mean, some of the people that we read that we consider big-name fans, for us. I know, I know, right? When, um, yeah. how you say it, um, Orathon, Orathan, um, Orathan, commented yeah. on... Orange Van yeah. commented, I don't know how you say it, commented on um, one of my stories on my website, and I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I got so excited. Yeah, I got so too. excited. <laughs> I was like, woohoo. I called her. I called Lady Hunter. I said, you will not believe you commented on my site. But it was almost as good as when Dances with Gary, when I found out yes. Dances with Gary read my work, I was like, oh, my fucking God, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was but, definitely one of yes, the ones. Yes, I have done it in private. I don't actually do it to the person. Mm-hmm. So when someone does that to me, it makes me super uncomfortable. Like I've, um, I don't know, like I've intruded or I've, I don't know. I just, I, um, so if I comment on your stuff and and you freak out, freak out in private. Don't, but then there was this one super Weird situation I had where I was reading something on Live Journal and I was, not Live Journal, um, AO3, and I made a comment and I subscribed to it. And the person it was in um, the Inception fandom, and the person who was um, um, writing it sent me an email and told me it freaked her out that I was um, subscribing to her work. And, and now that she was um, she was a nervous wreck and she couldn't write. I, well, what oh, was I God. supposed to do? Yeah, I wrote back and I said, "Well, your story's awesome. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm sorry I made you uncomfortable. But what, what, what am I supposed to do with that?" Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's, <clears throat> who, you know, I, I sometimes when I'm, I'm running around Ao3, and I find something in one of the fandoms that I'm actually in and I I like it. Um I have to wonder um I have to wonder, you know, if somebody twitches, you know. And that's just because I've gotten told so many times that, you know, you are a big name fan. The the closest I've ever come to being treated like a big name fan was at Bascon when you know, when somebody actually treated me like one. 
you know, I, that was years ago. I wasn't big name. I was, I was small potatoes, but it was, it was really weird. But, you know, they liked what I did, and it was a brush with fame that I, <laughs> you never realize what the, some of this feels like until, you know, go, you go someplace and you actually meet up with people. And, Kira, I know you've already stated repeatedly this is not something you're going to do. No. Which which is probably a really good thing because you would get swarmed. <laughs> and I don't, but I, that'd be I, so weird. Sure. Like if I got more attention yeah. than somebody who was actually famous. Uh, I mean, you're famous. No, that's dumb. I'm not famous. <laughs> that's, that's so silly. Oh, my God, that's so silly. <laughs> right. Tell me again how many hits your site has gotten in the in the last in the last twenty four hours. Uh, you want me to go look at my site and tell you how many hits? Okay, hold on. Uh-huh. <coughs> yeah. This is kind of scary. You 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 put me on the spot. Yeah. <coughs> I know I've just put you on the spot. Okay. Okay. So. And that's but I haven't the thing. posted in a while. I haven't posted in a while, so that makes a difference, right? Okay. Somewhat. Um. Just so you know. Uh, for you said the last 24 hours? Um, yeah. I average, uh, oh, God. That many, huh? <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've had 27,000 hits in the past 24 hours. Right. I've had 229. Okay. Let's, let's, yeah. Okay. But that's kind of an so, anomaly. I think it's because of the end of Nano and no. people are looking to see if my Nano was posted on my main site because I usually well, average between um, eight and 10,000 hits a day. Okay. Um, And, and um, about 200,000 a, a month. Uh. I'm less than that by quite a bit um, because I'm I'm extraordinarily sporadic when I when I actually post. But um, but I don't think that's um, tell me um, let's see uh, <coughs> I uh, individual my individual different people number for the year last year was sixty two thousand people. So 62,000 different IP addresses accessed my site last year. That's not a lot. Um, that's that's plenty, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 yeah. It's I can fill up half a <laughs> con. Uh huh. It'd be a moderate size conference. Uh huh. I'm looking at my year to, my year over year. I've been getting better year over year pretty much. So, you know, it's it's definitely been an interesting um journey as my stuff has gotten higher and higher and higher. So, you know, um for me I look at this and yeah, you're you're famous. Okay. I don't like the idea it, of being famous. 
Oops. And I'm telling you right now, if I ever went to Comic Con, there is no fucking way I would admit to a single person one that I was there, and two what my um, fandom pen name was. Not in a million years. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> oh. <coughs> wow. And appearances, you know? and you wouldn't open your mouth. Okay, that could be a problem. <laughs> Because I do have that whole issue with people bringing up fandom to stars, and it would take one person standing up and asking Joe Flanagan if he reads fan fiction for me to get up and just, <laughs> shut up. What is wrong with you? And your voice and that sweet southern drawl that you've got, and everybody would be like, swing it. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. It really annoys me. It really fucking annoys me. So if that happened, I would have a hard time. Um, um, in the chat room, Lady Holder, where can I find an ebook version of Mating Hunt? You can find it on Amazon, Nook, Our Romance Studios. I bought mine Burns from Our Romance. That's Nook. Barnes right? and Noble. Huh? Barnes and Noble is Nook. Yeah, Kobo. That's the one. Kobo. I bought mine from All Romance. I don't know why I prefer that, but I do. Even though I have a Kindle and, you know, they'll send me my shit for free, what I do is I'll buy stuff from All Romance and then I'll upload it to my Kindle cloud. (laughs) So who knows? She has really great um, reviews on Amazon. I was looking at them. I'm staying away from them. I'm being very good and not reading them. And we already discussed that thing you got, right? That that thing. That email? Yes. Yes. I haven't heard anything back since, but you know, it's it's the email was um who you've been offered basically the the um chance to have your book put on audiobook and what type of voice would you like? And then my whole reaction cuz I was in the middle of the bloody grocery store. Here I am <laughs> trying to, to to buy a gift certificate. <coughs> And my phone buzzes in my back pocket, and I pull out my phone, and I look at it, and, oh, hey, you know, it's something from my publisher. Click. And, you know, that choking on air thing that Azura does to us, she didn't have anything to do with this one, but I still choked on air, and then I sat there, and I had to stifle this huge-ass dolphin squeal. And, you know, (laughs) then it's like, (laughs) and, you know, look at it again and close it up and, Put it in my back pocket. Take care of my business. Do my shopping because I had to do my shopping. Went over to my folks' place, walked in, and go, Mom, look, and handed my phone to my mother with it all prepped out. And then I bounced around and did the dozen squeal. It took me a half hour between the time I got the bloody thing and I could react. Damn it! <laughs> What's a good time? So, um. I don't have anything to do with the voice. I, I think I picked uh, female um, female Irish, though. So, it will greatly, I guess, depend on who they have available to do it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how that shit works. Me I mean, I've got some um, um, audio books from, from books I've had published, and um, I didn't even get asked what I would like. <laughs> so Yeah. <clears throat> 
Yeah, it's I, I picked uh, Irish female. So, you know, it, it will be interesting to see how that turns out because um, if I – I hope I get a copy of it. Um, otherwise, I'll buy my own stuff. But I sit there and read it and listen to this thing and then realize that there's parts of it that I'm going to be listening to that I typed it out. I've got my mental voice. Yeah. And this is what it says. And Hold on one second. <laughs> Do you really want me to discuss your creepy ass behavior on my radio show? Because <laughs> I will. I'll tell the whole internet, like I don't know, like two hundred people who listen to my radio show, that you're a creeper. I'm only three. Uh huh. Creeper. Creepy, creepy. And you're lucky you didn't actually scare me because I would have screamed bloody murder in my listeners' ears. <laughs> that would have not been funny. Number one, because I would have looked like a pansy. You would have totally diminished all my badassness. Uh-huh. He makes a habit of scaring me. So one day, you guys, if I drop dead, it's because my husband scared me. <laughs> My boss walked up behind me, and I didn't realize because I was I was typing away and and finishing off something at work, and she came up behind <laughs> me and said my name, and I sat there and screamed in the middle of my office. It's a huge ass office. I screamed, and it's like the only, the only good thing is is I bit off enough of it that it didn't get everybody else's microphones. And I wasn't talking on the phone with somebody. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh uh-huh. because that asshole does it to me all the time. But oh, that, as I've said first. more than yeah. once in the past month, I knew what I was getting when I put a ring on it. Yes, you did. So did I. <laughs> Good night. Good night, sleepy. 500 vehicles to sell. 500 ways to save. One month only at Bill Penny Mitsubishi during Mega Memorial Month. Now through May 31st, we will accept your credit application. A $200 down payment and a $350 a week paycheck can get you a new Mitsubishi. Don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. You can win 5000 rebucks with our 5K test drive giveaway. Visit BillPennyMitsubishi.com to qualify buyers on a free credit. Warranty valid through 10-year ownership on new vehicles only. One entry per household per month. Must be 21 with valid driver's license and insurance. See dealer for details. <laughs> oh, the level of shared insanity we tend to put out. Good times. Good times. Oh, Jesus, Zor. <clears throat> oh, well, good. See, that's just wrong. I banned that picture. Never again shall you post that picture anywhere. It's terrible. <laughs> those of you who are those of you who are on podcasts, be glad I'm not posting that link. It was terrible. <laughs> and just so you guys know, 
everybody knows I have a stronger stomach than, than Kira. And so for, for the most part, my reaction to it is, huh, ah, uh, no, mm-mm. <clears throat> yeah, mm. that was a good time. Oh, Not. You're on the air with Kira. And like hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Hello. Hey, it's Karen. Hi, Karen. Hello. I'm still up. What are you up to? Enough. Um, you had some reader entitlement this month, did, um, um, this week, didn't you? Oh yeah, just you know, more bullshit. I wrote a couple of drabbles, you know, hundred word scripts, basically, mm-hmm. and with each I had a prompt that I used as a as a header or a chapter or whatever. But I figured, mm-hmm. you know, hundred words, I'll just post it all in one page instead of having so many different chapters at only a hundred words piece. Makes sense. Get a get a random yeah, anonymous uh review going, I really don't like the random words in your story. I'm like they're not random words. I have tried I don't even remember how many times to fix the formatting, but every at fanfiction.net, every single time they do an update, it fucks it up. Every time. So I've given up. It's formatted properly in the other places that I post, so I really don't give a shit. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, so, yeah, it's anonymous. You can't really do anything back. And that just... It, it, it's... Yes, and many other words. Yes, none of them polite. No, (laughs) and as most of you have probably seen, I kind of, you know, went off a little bit in Minion Chat, (laughs) or not in Minion Chat, in Minion HQ. (laughs) And I'm, that's why I was wondering when when you said that, when you posted that earlier about you being a bad influence and and having authors be assholes and going, you know what? I've always basically been one. I've 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 been known to actually go off in my author's notes and more on Twitter or on Facebook or where the hell ever and and call people on their shit for that. And I have no problem with it. I don't think they were talking about you specifically. I, I think it's more about Rough Trade. I, I really do. People are really uncomfortable with, with what I've done with Rough Trade, how, um, how I've locked it down, how you can't copy mm. and paste. Um, because I don't think it's appropriate for you people to take people's rough drafts. Get, me, get out of my coke. Don't you yell back at me. My cat <laughs> Animals. <laughs> I should I should rename this the 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 time that Jack acted up and infected all the minion animals with with bad behavior. Yeah, no kidding. And now Pippin is sitting here going, "What? Oh, I didn't do nothing." <coughs> Little shit. See, see, it's just bad. Yes, very very um, bad. I don't know the 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 copy paste thing. The only thing that and I wouldn't even say annoys is the right word, is when I want to paste something 
two in a comment. Like, oh, you know, I know, like, right? Like on, <laughs> that kind on, of annoys on, me, too. That's the part that gets you, because I'll, I'll start doing it, and then i go, oh, damn. damn it. <laughs> yes. Someone got around that last week by doing a screenshot. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Who uh, I guess. Of a section they wanted to talk about on Rough Trade or some whatever. And they did a little screenshot of the three lines. Um, <laughs> hey, if it works, that they wanted to talk about. I can imagine some asshole screenshotting a whole story. Uh, that was like a long fucking time. You screenshotted the announcement to me. Don't even. That's different. <laughs> No, there is no ability to edit comments on Rough Trade. Once you post a comment, you're stuck with it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, is Rough Trade generates so many comments that give, when you edit, if I gave you the ability to edit comment, it would put your comment back into moderation. Mm-hmm. So I really don't want to approve the same comment ten times because you keep editing it. <laughs> I don't blame you there. That's one headache. I don't, I don't mean, mean you as in you specifically, Azor, because as Azor talked about. I'm just in general the reader because they would have yeah. the ability to edit the comment, and every time they edited it, it would go back into moderation. And when I am approving 100, 200 comments, the last thing I yeah. want is to have to approve the same comment 10, 15 times because you keep adding to it or removing stuff from it or changing your spelling or recognizing mm-hmm. that you've used they are wrong. I have <laughs> spelling. a lovely thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. We need to all let our inner editor go for comments as well as post on rough trade. As much as we can, anyway. The uh, honestly, just take a uh, on the commentary. Take a good, hard look at it. Think about think about what you wrote and wonder would I want to see this? If the answer is no, delete it. Don't post. Moving on. Now here's the first thing you should do: check to see if you have any question marks in it. See, that's the tricky one. Because I'm, I'm, I'm nine times out of ten, if you do, that's something I'm going to delete when I go through your comment. I'm going to let you know. Yeah. And and I'm still yeah. going, well, rhetorical questions still have a question mark at it. And I, I don't care. I do rhetorical questions. So that's that, see, that's the thing. Is I don't. Um, I'm not actually reading most of the stories, so I can't actually tell if a comment is rhetorical question or not. All I see is a question mark, and all I see is an opportunity for the author to stop writing, stop what they're doing, to answer that question. So my automatic response is going to be to to delete it. Yeah. I've been trying really, really hard to curb that. Yeah, that's something for me to do. I think the only time that I've purposely kept one in was was a comment on your story. But then I really? said, yeah, 
But I also told him the same thing. I said it was a rhetorical question. No, I don't want an answer. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> like at the risk of incurring your wrath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember that one actually. <laughs> rhetorical question. I could not have made but that. For, um, any but for the most part, if your comment has a question mark in it, it will get deleted or edited. Yeah. That's just the way I'm going to roll, because I don't actually have time to invest myself in figuring out what you mean. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, guys. My day's kind of full. Yeah, Yeah. I promise you, if if one ever does flip without me realizing it, it's not done on purpose. (laughs) I can't tell you how many comments I've edited since um, November 1st. I have no clue. I don't either. I mean, I know that for me, I mean, I tend to leave them, um, the ones that, that are iffy, I leave them for you to go over. But, I'll, I mean, there's a lot of them that I'll go through and I look at and it's like, really? So. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually told a friend of mine that I know from the Fly fandom, he was looking for new stuff to read like a week or so ago. She said, I have no idea what to read. I was like, well, if you check that rough site, there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. And she had never heard of it. So I explained, I, I gave her the link, explained the ins and outs of it from both the reader and the writer's point of view. And she's like, I love that idea. She loved the fact that it was a closed community. She loved the fact that, you know, you, you created that kind of a haven where where we could do this stuff and not have to worry about any of it. Well, I, I hope she had a good time. There was a lot of stuff. Um, well, she Binding Diva story uh, got a lot of attention this time. I haven't read it. It's a BDSM mm-hmm. AU. I think it has some non-con elements. I don't remember, but I probably won't be reading it because it's um, an AU of my work, and I don't actually read AUs of my work. Just for... Instance, if somebody were to write fan fiction for my professional work, which would make my fucking day, to be perfectly honest, I still wouldn't read it. <laughs> I don't know whether you heard him in the background, but that was my husband going, hey, crazy fandom readers. <laughs> oh, asshole writers, I stand corrected. I'm sorry. Oh, Jeez. wow, yeah. Yeah, that, that's me today. That's me today. <laughs> and that's him with a huge grin on his face. So, you know, take it with a grain. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone's asking on um the chat room how long uh stories will stay on Rough Trade. It's actually written on the front page. Hold on, let me tell you. Um, what I said, uh, the site is usually cleaned off a month in advance of a new event. Our events run in April, Ju- July, and November. So delete dates are as follows, March 1st, June 1st, and October 1st, which means that everything from November will be deleted on or around March 1st. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is good, because it takes you a freaking long time to That's clean That's plenty of time up. to read all the stuff there. <laughs> Uh-huh. You can read the whole site by then. I'm just saying, anybody could, right? I would hope. Maybe. I don't know. Any other? Yeah. Depends on how much time you have to read and whether you're a speed reader like you. <laughs> I don't read so you know. fast. I, I did read oh, Sentinels oh, of Atlantis yeah. today. 
Right. I read Sentinels of Atlantis today, and I was um, prepping my plot for for um, season two because I'm kind of stuck on my nano. Uh, and um, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not actually finished reading Sentinels of Atlantis. Uh, I... Uh, I'm I'm in the middle of the search, which is the final chapter or the episode in that in that first. Uh huh. Um, nobody actually reads as fast as Reed. Reed's reading skills are pure fiction. Uh, it's impossible. Mm. I think what that uh, if he had a photographic memory, he could take a picture of the page. But that isn't what they, they show the character doing. They don't have the character doing that in the show. They have him using his finger to go from line, 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 line. And that's not somebody, that's not what somebody who could read like that would do in in reality. I think he's supposed to read like, what, 10,000 words a minute? I don't know. I never Something bothered him. Yeah, it's, it, it's pretty, attention. it's, yeah. There are really super fast readers in my family. I'm actually pretty slow compared um, but when you work in publishing and you when you work on the internet and when you work in writing, um, you uh you learn to read really fast. And since I was I uh I did um editing as a uh, in newspaper and magazines when I was younger and that's where I really developed my skills for um for that. So but um I can read a newspaper cover to cover in about twenty minutes. That doesn't moderate size newspaper. No, but I'm like um <laughs> a traditional New York yeah. A traditional New York Times, um, I can read in about an hour. You know, the big one. If I actually bother to read through it, it'd probably be about the same. Um the problem is is I tend to skip wholeheartedly anything to do with sports. Um, I'll use those to light the fire in the backyard. I think. <laughs> okay, they're saying in the chat room that Reed's supposed to read 20,000 words a minute. It's just um, impossible. Hannah. I knew a um, a guy in college who was very similar to Reed, um, intellectually speaking, and uh, he didn't approach even 1,000 words a minute. Uh, and he had what they call a photographic memory. So it's a really... Um, Badly researched feature of his character. Hmm, I yeah. don't think it's possible. Please fix that when you do your thing. Not the way Reed does it, because Reed isn't like looking at the whole page. He's reading it line by line. You can't physically do that in a minute. He doesn't do that all Imagine the time, 25K. Though. 25K, um, if there's 250 words, maybe 300 words, to a page. In order to read that many words, he wouldn't be able to do it the way you see him doing it on the show. It will be more like Jack doing it uh, when he gets that stupid armband on. You would, like, look at the page and then turn it. You wouldn't be moving your finger down the page. You couldn't physically turn that many pages in a minute to do it that way. Mm Mm-hmm. To give you an idea, because you would have to, my, yeah. 
I mean, it's just it's just impossible. My story <laughs> is currently thirty-five thousand words and sixty-one pages. To get to twenty twenty thousand. The, the average paperback is about three hundred pages per three hundred words per page. Mm-hmm. So twenty-five by three hundred. That means he is turning eighty-three pages in a minute. And he is moving yeah, his finger from li- line to line over 83 pages in a minute. It's impossible. If he literally mm-hmm. turned the page, it's, that's more than a page a second. Mm-hmm. It's physically impossible. Unless all 25,000 words is in one big piece of paper and he looks at the whole thing at once and his brain is capable of... Literally taking in the entire, right, so. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Physically, it wouldn't work. Maybe on a computer. No, because even you can't scroll that that hard. That fast? Not without it being a complete mush. It would blur, right? From what I remember, from what I remember with Terminal Minds, though, is the, the he reads when he reads slow. He does the finger thing. When he reads fast, he doesn't. It depends on how. Now much I've I've watched him read fast, and he runs it. his finger down the page. But even at that speed, I mean, even if he's turning two pages a second, mm-hmm. which is almost what it would take. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. Let let let's go with that. <laughs> So Jade says Howard Burt was listed from 1980 to 1990 to 1998 as the fastest reader, and now the fastest is said to be reading at 1,500 words per minute. Yeah, I don't read that fast. No, no. But then you have to look at also comprehension. Mm Mm-hmm. Because reading mm-hmm. is not just looking at words, it's comprehension as well. So oh, yeah. that's his fastest reading speed, but what's his comprehension at 1,500 words per minute? And retention. Right. So I think all that comes into play. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I worked with um, a girl um, at a magazine who... Uh, was crazy, was crazy. She could read one of those little Harlequin books on her lunch break. You know, those yeah. Desires, those little red ones? I guess they're about 45,000 words. You mean the ones that were like words. 120 pages? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How big yeah. Yeah. Oh, an hour. I mean, she would eat and read. <coughs> about 45,000, 50,000 words. And I think if that, if even if I tried to read that fast, my comprehension would be zero. Yeah. I'll stick to just reading plain slow and trying to get it all. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't read that fast. I read fast, but you know, it, it's the. I the think other a lot of, of is, fan fiction readers read faster than um, normal people. I'm going to put that out there because I've put up 100K and, like, gotten comments in two hours. Oh, I love the ending. Really? (laughs) Yeah. 
you bastard. That took me that took me six months. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Couldn't you have savored it? They they skim. Right. It's not necessarily reading facts. They skim. Because I've had that uh, happen too with six when I've posted them getting a getting a review that's like insanely fast with oh I love what you did here and here. And we're like how the hell did you get there that fast? And then them coming back in a private message saying, I've actually read it now. Right. Instead of just skimming it. My thing is, is um, when I when I get stuff from Kira, the first read-through is very, very rarely do I actually pull out the stuff to actually start editing uh, or baiting the first time through. Um, I tend to read it all the way through, and it's it's a screaming rush from beginning to end. And it's the second time through when I go and I read it that I actually am a lot slower. And it was, um, or it's, it's the the best way I figured out how to do it because I can I can notice something that oh hey this pulls me out briefly you know as I'm doing that screaming rush. So the second time through, when I read it, it's like, okay, this was something that I had to notice. Why did I notice this? So, yeah, it works out okay. I can. Um, I read the last Harry Potter book in about eight hours. Somewhere in that area, maybe ten, maybe nine hours, um, eight to nine hours. How long I still did haven't. you read the last Harry Potter book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My husband bought the book while he was at work, and they let him go early because they didn't have enough hours. And by the time that I picked him up, <coughs> he was almost done, which was crazy. <laughs> huh. hmm. He bought it as a surprise for me, and then he's like, well, I have to wait for her to come here and pick me up anyway. So I'll just start reading. <laughs> Honey, can you give me a minute? I'm not done so- yet. So, Kat Sanders is saying she read the last Harry Potter book in 5.5 hours, but her best friend read it in 3.5. That's that's crazy. That is so crazy. Uh-huh. Um, Willow said she read it in six hours, but missed it Ted Tonk, um, that Ted Tonks was killed. Um, my mother read-, read it in about 10 hours and somehow managed to totally repress that whole scene where Snape died. Oh my god! We were discussing it six months later, and I was like, "Well, you know, um, I think Snape's death." And she goes, "Snape didn't die." I was like, "Mommy, you need to read that book again because Snape died." <laughs> <laughs> I read. <laughs> I read Goblet. I read Goblet of Fire over an afternoon. So I was doing laundry. So you know, I, I <laughs> kept getting distracted by the fact that I actually had to fold clothes. Um, yeah, it, it kept. You know, it kept pulling me out, but it probably took me well six hours in between, you know, with with the interruptions of actually having to do my laundry because you know it had to be done. But yeah, that was that was it. So Jade's saying it took her seven hours or less than seven hours to read the last Harry Potter book. Yes, oh, Mama wow. has the innate ability to rewrite canon. Um, Gee. That explains so much. Julianne's saying that she, ever how you say that, am I saying that right? Maybe. Um, that she read book six in two hours. Gracious. I so actually, 
The books that took me the longest to read would be The Order of the Phoenix, because I had to put it down and walk away. Why? Hmm. What? Why? I think you know why. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> she killed Sirius. I put that shit down and I walked away. I was like, "Oh God, you whore!" Ah, and I put it down. Oh, and I went and I went. I, I fixed myself a sandwich. I fixed myself a sandwich, and um, I was down there banging shit around. My husband comes up and he's like, "What is wrong with you?" I said, "I don't even want to talk about it." <laughs> mhm. Oh man, his rage fest in the movie. They did. They, he did apparently. Here's a Harry Potter confession. I have only read the epilogue once, but I've read the Deathly Hallows like six times. <laughs> I always, I always like closed it right there. Like, oh, there you go. Like you know that scene in um, the. The Princess Bride, where he shuts the book right, 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 right before the kissing part because he thinks anything oh, yeah. he doesn't want to hear it. I do that. Okay, there you go. Because <laughs> this is not a kissing book. <laughs> there will be no kissing of Jenny Weasley in this book. <laughs> but, <clears throat> it was actually really easy no. for me to do that since I, since I cut the epilogue out of my hardcover. Oh, my God. I'm not even lying. I totally cut the epilogue out of my hardcover because my niece borrowed it and um, she was reading it and she said, your book didn't end the same way the um, when I borrowed from the library ended. I was like, really? I wonder why. And my sister picks it up and she's looking at me funny and she opens it and she says, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Where's the epilogue? I said, what epilogue? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't yep. exist in my world. I cut it out because it was stupid. And she said, "That's not that I don't agree, but you mutilated a book." I'm like, "It's my book. I paid for it." She said, "Would you cut anything else out?" I was like, "I was tempted, but I didn't know." Uh huh. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm kind of stuck on that whole. But you mutilated a book. Yeah, oh. I did. I mean, I, I mean, laid a book. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. That's okay because there was a book. Um, <coughs> I um, I won't discuss. Um, yes, I will. Uh, uh, there was a book written by this woman, um, and. Uh, uh, I was told by everybody I know I needed to read this book, that it was amazing, it was awesome, I should read it. I was a sophomore in college, and this this book gets handed to me, and um, it was a used copy, and the person said I could have it. I'm like, okay, fine. So I, I take it home with me for Christmas, and... Um, um, holidays, and I am reading um, this book, and the hero, this is a, it was historical, and I was a big historical fan at the time. I read a lot of historical. My favorite was Julia Quinn. I loved her work. I also liked Lisa Clipless, or however you say that. I loved her work. Um, 
I loved uh, Julie Garwood as well. Oh, Julie Big Garwood. Huge fan, was, Julie was Garwood. A good fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Julie Garwood. Um, anyway, so Very I was cool. like, this would be really great because my friend and I had the same taste in, in books and we read a lot of the same things. And um, I was looking, really looking forward to this. And I am uh, three chapters into it and the hero raped the heroine. Oh, uh, God, no. no. No, no. Well, and, um, I was like, I call my friend, and she's like, oh, well, it was the time period, and you have to understand. I said, like, no, I don't have to fucking understand. I'm reading a romance. In a romance, only the bad guy does shit like this, not the hero. I said, how could you give me this crap? Oh, my God. I took it outside, and my daddy, who um, is as country as he wants to be, uh, had a fire in his garage. <laughs> where all the rest of the men in the neighborhood were gathered to avoid their wives and children. And I said, here. He said, what's this? I said, it's for your fire. (laughs) He goes, you want me to burn a book? I said, I don't want you to burn it. Yes. And he goes, are you sure? Because I'm like, you know, a big, huge, what do you call it, bibliophile. And I'm like, yeah, I want you to burn this book. (laughs) I want you to burn this book. And, um, he he takes it and uh, he looks at it and he says, "Is it is it gonna hurt my fire?" I said, "Well, it's kind of evil." He said, "Okay." So he tosses it in the um, he tosses it in the 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 big huge um, can. Um, it was not Outlander. I've never actually read Outlander. Um, Jude Devereaux. Yeah, there's one. Mm. It was not Outlander. I I really I had no idea that everybody gets raped in um Outlander. Okay, I had that no does clue. not make me want to go and read that. Um, really? Because Outlander's on like Showtime right now, isn't it? Like they made they made a new show called Outlander. Yeah, it's based on that yeah. series. I I never read Outlander because she was married, and I don't approve of adultery. I don't like cheating. I don't like to read it. I don't think it's sexy or romantic. Yeah, that's really not making me want to read that. No, and for the record, no, it was not Jude Devereaux. I'm not going to actually name the author because it would be bashing, and I don't want to do that. But it was not Jude Devereaux. I read a lot of Jude Devereaux when I was younger, and yes, there was some um, forced seduction in in her in her work, and it it was more like, oh, I don't want you. Oh, yes, you do. Does anybody remember um, um, Singing in the Rain, that absolute clusterfuck they had of that black and white movie where, you know, going up and down, she's saying no, 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 and going shaking back and forth and saying yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> There's some times when you read some of those romance novels where you really have to wonder, did were they watching Singing in the Rain when they were typing this? Really? <laughs> <clears throat> So, yeah, I think that I don't um, think it quite for the same comedic value. What's yes, really interesting true. is that all these books in the eighties were were kind of like that eighties and nineties. That was really that that whole forced seduction. Oh, you're my wife now. You have to do what I want. You have to submit to me. Was um, very popular in historical fiction. 
what I really enjoyed about um, Julie Garwood is that it was never like that. I mean, even if, like, okay, it was more like a very frank discussion. Okay, we've gotten married, and I'm sorry, but we're going to have to consummate this. <laughs> I mean, it was never like oh, she didn't have a choice. You know, it was it was like, okay, this is what we have to do, and I'm, you know, and she's like, okay, fine, this is what we have to do. And it was never like he just called on top of her and, and, and it's bad, bad. Yeah. Um, but so, and uh, I really like Julia Quinn's Regency books because all of her heroines are really naughty, and a lot of them have sex before they get married, and they're like, whatever. <laughs> I want to try this out before we get uh-huh. married. <laughs> what if I don't like what you got to do? <laughs> yeah. I one thing that really put me off romance novels and I actually haven't read a romance novel in um in years as a result. Um a, a regular romance novel um like you know those bodice rippers I guess you would call them. I I stopped reading that crap <clears throat> because the lack of um strong women and autonomy and um just this whole he-man Alpha male shit. I don't approve of it. I don't. I don't think it's hot. I don't think it's sexy. I um, know Harlequin. Yes, basically. <laughs> I stopped reading Harlequin a long time ago. Oh, me too. I tend Although to read, I um, you know, some. I tend to read uh, erotica works. I like, actually I prefer gay romance these days. Um, I like um, <laughs> mysteries and I like suspense novels and um, mm-hmm. you know intrigue like that. I don't. But uh, now I haven't read a historical romance in a very long time because of the consent issues. Yeah, that's it's always a, it, it's it's always a terrible problem. Yeah, got nothing on that one. And I like YA because I don't have to deal with that crap. Oh, Tamora Pierce. Yeah, but then you get. The other crap my favorite of uh, the, the, the love triangle bowl. I think that love triangle comes in from the fact that um, when you're young, that that's just something that happens. I mean, you like this person and you like this person too, and you don't know how to choose. That's a very real situation that people in that age group experience a lot. I experienced it. I, you know, it's just something that happens. It's a rite of passage. You, you, you have this one person. In your, I don't know. It's just. I mean, I don't. It's just. I don't know. When I was young, I liked this boy and I liked that boy, and um, I didn't want to have to choose. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's just you know what you do when you're young, right? Yeah, but There's, I don't know. I think it's just like with a lot of. Uh, Trope is that the word? Yeah, yeah there's, there's there's massive numbers of tropes in in yeah, Harlequin, which is one reason, which is one reason why in <coughs> the there is a trope called the Harlequin romance. I mean, right, that's pretty. Yeah, so it, it, it's rom- overdone. Romance novels. Yeah, romance novels. When you go back and you read some of the older ones. 
Um, some of them are horrible. I mean, I've got some, some romance novels from the 70s and 80s that I own, and I've read through them, and I'm sitting there going, oh, boy, this is interesting because of how how much society has changed, how much is no longer, this is not acceptable. You know, especially if you if you read, you know, if you've got something from from, you know, the decades, you know, from one to another, and you read through, and and you're realizing how much it's reflecting, you know, and and what's changed. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's commentary that people like Nora Roberts and JD Robb. Um, with the in-depth uh, in-depth series, and those are that's a that's a hell of a lady. Um, I do enjoy the um, J.D. Robb books. I do. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't read her romance, but I I enjoy the J.D. Robb books. I um, don't she a good read murder Daniel. Mystery. Yes, I don't read Daniel Steele. And I never have. And I've also never watched the movies. I do. I love the, the mm. my my favorite of hers is the letters from them. Mm. Oh no, I just never could read her. My sister loves her. My sister loves Daniel Steele. <clears throat> I can't read all of her stuff, but letters from them, I'm I I really 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 liked. I reread that a couple of times. It's been a few years by now, but. <clears throat> That was my favorite. Let me somebody I don't, I don't read. Um, I don't read Jan Ivanovich. Yeah, that one I haven't gotten into either. I don't read Sue Grafton. I love myself some Elizabeth Peters. I, I hear most of these names are. Yeah. She's definitely. She's definitely Elizabeth Peters. Well, yes, yeah, she's. Wow, I love Elizabeth Peters. The first book I read of hers was The Ape That Guards the Balance, and it was like in the middle of that series, right? And I brought it in a um, so. in a bargain bin. And I. Um, oh. I don't read Laura K. Hamilton. This is going to sound terrible coming from me, but there's way too much fucking in those books. <laughs> <laughs> it's gratuitous. <laughs> horrible. But yeah, I the ape that guards the balance. I bring it home, right, and I read it, and I'm thinking this is the middle of a series. I picked up book six or something. I don't know. I don't even know when it actually that is. But I um I I'm I'm reading it, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I love this. I I love this character. I love this author. So of course, I took my ass back to the store. <laughs> And bought the rest of the series. I'm like, I dropped like 200 bucks. It was ridiculous. <clears throat> it was easily the biggest book purchase I've ever had in my life in one go. And I bought everything that was available in that series. I also bought um, the Vicky Bliss series, but I didn't enjoy that nearly as much as I did the Amelia, the, the Amelia Peabody. Um, By the way, the Ape Who Guards the Balance is number 10. 10. Yeah. Yeah. So at the time, I think there were like 15 books out in that series, and I bought I, I bought the ones I was missing. There, 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 there were a total of 19. There are yeah, total there are 19. 19. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It's a great series. My favorite is um, uh, the Sky one, Lord, Lord 
Well, there's a river in the sky, which is the last one, apparently. Um, um, he shall thunder in the sky is my favorite. Oh yeah, okay. My favorite one is, is 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 he shall thunder in the sky. It is amazing. I read it. Um, in fact, I have it right here. I, I could have looked right here and seen it because I read it a couple of weeks ago. I fucking love that series. As a reader, if you read nothing else in your life, you should read the Amelia Peabody series. It's just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. I I am probably going to have to refine them, go back and, and reread them because I, I adored them. I don't remember where I left off. Uh, I'm going to check and see if I can find them online as, as ebooks. But yeah, they're they are very smart books. Um, they're not. And Amelia is so robust <laughs> and um, as a character. And at first, you don't even realize she's not reliable. You don't realize that um, she's an unreliable witness. And so you're reading through this, and she gets older, and she pretends she doesn't. And you're thinking, Amelia, you big liar. And she, <laughs> and the older she gets in the books, the more she lies about how old she is. I mean, she lies. She tells outright lies to the readers because, because it's written in first person. And um, she, <laughs> it's just, it's fantastic when you catch on to the fact that, um, she exaggerates her good parts and minimizes her bad. And she does it from the very beginning. But I don't think I really caught on to it until, um, like, book 11 or 12. <laughs> I mean, it was <Yeah>. just like... <coughs> She's the of her time. She's definitely the She's forever young. Yes. She never tells you how old she is. Um, she apparently had the, the boy late in life. Um, mm-hmm. she never admits that. Uh, he grows up, she doesn't get older. <laughs> yeah. I'm she dyes she her hair, money. pretends her hair's still raven. Yeah, I'm absolutely willing to bet that Ramsey's was probably a change of life baby. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's just, yeah. it's amazing. It is, it is a fantastic read. She's a very, um... She's an amazing character. She's an amazing character. I I highly recommend you read the Amelia Peabody series. It's amazing. It's it's really just it's a whole lot of fun and um she's just It's when I learned as a writer that your character uh, I've written in first person and one thing that um I've always attributed first-person writing to is honesty. It's it's very intimate. It's a very honest, um, very open you portrayal of, out when you did that. of a character. But here's the thing. Your character doesn't have to be honest with your reader. Your character can lie, your, um, lie their ass off to the reader. And one thing that's really interesting about about my characters is that they tend to be honest. Mm-hmm. And 
I've um, had to kind of spin it where I can actually make my characters tell lies. And I think I learned that lesson from... Um, um, I, I, well, yes. Um, in <laughs> Harry Potter, in, in Harry Potter, um, everything that Harry says to everybody he means when I'm writing it. Everything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't lie to anybody. He doesn't keep any secrets. And that's a big problem mm-hmm. for me as a writer, that I don't let my characters keep secrets. And my characters don't tell lies to each other. I think it's a flaw mm-hmm. as from, for me as a writer. And I don't think I realized I did it until I read the Amelia Peabody series, and I realized that Amelia was lying to me. I was the reader, and here's Amelia on the page, and she's telling me the story, and it's great, and it's fabulous. And also, oh my God, Amelia, you big fat liar! <laughs> You're not useful. You got to be sixty. What's wrong with you? You can't. You didn't uh, sprint. You didn't, you didn't sprint up that hill, and of course you've got gray hair. I mean, it's just like it, it was an epiphany when when, when I realized that. <laughs> <clears throat> this character that I was very invested in was was telling me lies, and I realized that um, my characters are not very. Um, I turn out my characters very honest because I'm very blunt and I say the shit that I mean and I mean the shit that I say, and that t- tends to transfer into my characters. And so, mm-hmm. teaching my um, te- I'm teaching myself to kind of make my characters. Um, Less honest and more three dimensional was was a shift, and I still have problems with it. I still have problems with it. Very rarely will you see one of my characters on the page lying, outright lying. Hmm. Um, in I think that I did a pretty good job of it in um, the War Mages book because Harry had to lie his ass off through most of that book because of oh, yeah. the fact that he was thrown back in time, but yeah. I also felt compelled to tell you when he was lying. Did Did you notice that? Go back through and read it. You will see that every single time I have Harry tell a lie, I tell you, you the reader, bad. that he's lying. Yeah, you have him feel bad, or you have him go... Right, so every time or... Harry's telling a lie to another <laughs> character in uh, that old Black Magic... Me, as the writer, I let the reader know that he's a big lying liar who lies. Yeah, the most obvious is when he's talking to Sirius. Right. But I do it every single time that Harry tells yeah. a lie. I tell the reader he's lying. And, I, and I'm like, when I realized I had done that, it was already posted. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> there I go. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Unless what is Kavanaugh? <clears throat> but yeah, for the most part, um, my characters don't get to be sneaky. Mhm. That would be a challenge that you could set for yourself. Right. <laughs> well, How to be lying liar who lies? But here's the thing about that. If you're going to write a lying liar who lies, write Fury. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I didn't kill all those people. 
They're in oh, custody. No. <coughs> but yeah, I mean, for the most part, my characters um, do tend to be honest with each other. There's a um, there's an open dialogue, and there's there's no lying. There's there's no dishonesty, and it's um, yeah. And writing in first person and creating an unreliable narrator in these same instance is a fascinating and amazing talent. I think it's probably one of um, her best qualities as a writer when she wrote Amelia Peabody is that she made her the narrator of the book. It's written in first person, and she is completely unreliable. You know, basically, this is what happens, but you also know that it's biased. That it is completely and utterly biased on the way that Amelia wants you to see her. Mm-hmm. You're, you're in it's like Amelia's having this never... conversation with the reader. She's saying, okay, this is what mm-hmm. happened. And she's telling the story in a way <laughs> that makes her look good. And when of I figured course. that out, it was amazing. <laughs> so it was absolutely amazing, to too. For a rough trade for a movie camp? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that um, uh, people don't like my challenges. <laughs> I do so far. I've gotten, I've gotten rich about that, too. Yeah, I need more freedom to write what I want to write. I don't what write in that fandom. Now I can't participate. I know, right? It's not what? a fucking requirement. <laughs> This is fun. This is a challenge. It is why it is a challenge. And if you don't want to go up for it, then don't join in. Don't bitch about it. Seriously. But, um... Have you figured out yet what you are doing for the next challenge? Because I think it kind of got lost in that post. Oh, we did. We did. It was last week. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I, I did it. Sunday. I did it on Sunday. Sunday. I haven't caught up yet. I haven't listened to Sunday yet. Because it's Sunday. What I'm, what I'm going to do is um, the first theme is historical for April, and the second theme is immortality. And um, Lady Holder and myself and Senna are all going to use the same themes. And we're going to do a historical <laughs> AU, and then our characters from the historical AU are going to have immortal souls. They're going to move into another fandom. Like for yep. me, I'm going to do John Watson and um, Sherlock Holmes, and then uh-huh. they're going to um, be reincarnated, um, reincarnated as John Shepard and Rodney McKay. Uh-huh. And yeah. Lady Holder is going to do Merlin and Arthur, Arthur, who are going to be reincarnated as Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. And guess oh. what? The, the king is not Harry. The king is Draco. The king is Draco. <laughs> the king is Draco. Um, yeah, no, right? And Senna is um, going to do... What's Senna going to do? Uh, I, I didn't write hers down. I think she's doing Sparta? No, wait a second. She's going to do Spartacus. <laughs> no, Senna's doing Spartacus. I remember her being looking at that insatiable... And then oh yeah. And going to do Spart- um, Spartacus, and then she's going to do a Pacific Rim AU um, based in yeah. my Halo universe, unless she changes her mind. Yeah, she went. Huh. She went rather. Um, 
Yeah. She's going to do super historical and then super futuristic. And it's going yeah. to be um, the Immortal Soul series. So each of our characters will have an immortal soul, and that soul is going to move from one life to the next. And that's how we're going to cover both the themes of historical AU and immortality. So, But nobody has to. Nobody else has to do it. That's not part of the official challenge. The official challenge is two 20K stories. you got 14 days to write each one. In the first challenge, we're going to do historical AU. In the second challenge, you have to explore immortality. If you would like to participate on the level that me and Lady Holder and Senna are going to do and do your theme around the immortal soul and, and, and do that whole thing where you um, you move your characters from, from your historical AU um, into new bodies, um, the idea works like this. John Watson and Sherlock Holmes are together. And it's a historical AU, and this is this is how my story is going to go. They're going to have this big, awesome life, and at the end, when they die, their immortal souls are going to be born into two new people. And on John Shepard's 18th birthday, he's going to wake up and remember being John Watson. Woo! But he can't tell anybody, because nobody would believe him. And Rodney, mm-hmm. when he wakes up on his 18th birthday, he remembers being Sherlock Holmes. Um, which is like boom. Um, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> so John's going to actually remember at 18 years old being a medical doctor. <laughs> nice. So how that's going to influence him in Stargate, mm-hmm. I haven't decided. Yeah. So by the time John and Rodney get to Antarctica, they've both been living with these memories for about 10 years. Ish, a little bit over ten Ish. years, and they're both um, hiding it and trying to. But then there's like this familiarity when they meet, so, and, and that's what and, and that's how they're going to deal with it. And <coughs> Lady Holder is going to do hers on um, Merlin and um, Harry Potter fandom. And I'm probably, I'm, probably going to have, I'm actually what? probably going to have. My my wake up scene be earlier, probably somewhere around. Uh, probably now that I'm thinking about it, when that damn hat sits on their heads, and I, I can you, know, you can make it their eleventh birthday because Draco and Harry yeah. both turn eleven that summer. I can do it too. I can do eleven years old. Um, that way, that way we all match. Um, that works. Which that would really super drama. shape. That would shape John so much. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah. So, oh man, I really yeah, have to at, start thinking about that. And and here's the thing, because I I mean I've not watched the BBC um, Merlin, although I've read a lot of the fic. But I can I can totally and completely see Harry um, looking over at Draco, Draco being a complete and utter shit, and have him roll his eyes like Merlin does and go, you absolute crap. And, <laughs> you know, Draco, look at him and just give him that shit-eating grin that you see on Arthur's face in, in the various, you know, um, gifts that we've, we've seen. And, you know, they're just, it works, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, totally. and, you know. Oh, it, okay, it, I asked some questions in the chat room, so it's just. Yeah. Um, Let's see. 
Um, can anyone join this because it sounds really cool? Yes, you can. You, you can explore my theme. It would be awesome. I would. It would be super cool. Um, because she says she wants us. Merther, who's Merther? Merlin Merther. Oh, Merlin oh, I don't Arthur. Yeah. Okay. And then double O Q. That that would be fun. Oh, um, and then um. Let's see. Uh, do we have to pick different fandoms from you? No, you do not. You can do the same fandoms. We. Don't, I don't care. It'd be really Is interesting to see what somebody to... else did. Was um. Yeah. Mhm. I don't, I don't have a preference at all. Well, I think it'd be really cool is to do like um, Jim and Blair, and then have them up. Uh, see, they would they would have to die in canon in, in Sentinel canon pretty early. Um, what was the Sentinel canon? Because it was the eighties, right? Nineties. Nineties. So no, that that really wouldn't work unless you push them back. <laughs> what would be really cool is to see um of course you could make see that's the thing you could drop your characters from any fandom into an historical AU you don't have to pick an historical fandom so you could take Jim and Blair and make them in the old west or in um roman times or um anywhere you wanted they could be like on the fucking Oregon Trail for all that it matters. And then you could take those two characters in the historical AU, they die, and then they're reborn as Danny and Steve. Oh, <laughs> that would go over well. Can you fucking imagine it? So the thing, okay, that's the thing. You don't have to use an historical fandom. You can take a. Fandom pairing from anywhere you want and put them in a historical setting. Can you do it within the same fandom, like <laughs> what Lady Holder is doing in, in this rough trade, putting Ioannis But see, the thing is, is, while I don't know if Merlin is ever mentioned in Harry Potter, but I don't think Arthur Pendragon is. So they're not actually the same fandom. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, I mean you can you can say that there's a history of magic in Avalon in Harry Potter, but that's not actually canon. So they're two separate fandoms. Well, Merlin is mentioned insofar as they say Merlin's pants, etc., and he's on the chocolate. So, but is that canon or is that canon? As far as I remember, he's on the chocolate frog cards in canon. Yeah, but Merlin's pants is that canon or canon? Uh. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I use it a lot. I have no idea. I I literally have no idea. Now, they're saying in the chat room that it's not canon, but it doesn't matter. I don't consider Merlin Arthur part of Harry Potter canon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think, yes, you could do it in the same fandom, or you could do it in two separate fandoms. It would be totally up to you. Yeah. Because I, I really uh, like that what you're doing, Lady Holder, right now in yours with the uh, Joannis and John. And I by the way, Marlon's beard is mentioned. Marlon's beard. I think that maybe, yeah, yeah maybe Marlon's beard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, we're, we're down to a minute. I think this topic down is here. really interesting. Um, I think I'll do another radio show on Monday, Sunday on Sunday, and we'll explore this, maybe not, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, I will let you guys know, and um, yes, you're welcome to explore this theme with me, or do your own take on the two challenges, I don't actually care, it is 20k, 
per session two 14-day challenges in April. It's our spring training. Uh, we're down to 30 seconds. You guys have a good evening. Looking forward to it. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. Bye. Shut up and sit down. We will accept your credit application. A $200 down payment and a $350 a week paycheck can get you a new Mitsubishi. Don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. You can win 5000 bucks with our 5K test drive giveaway. Visit BillPennyMitsubishi.com. To qualify buyers on approved credit, warranty valid through 10-year ownership on new vehicles only. One entry per household per month. Must be 21 with valid driver's license and insurance. See dealer for details. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.